the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way, you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic, and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. We all have developer horror stories from language barriers to bad code to developing on time. That's why I recommend using B7Dev com. They're affordable, fast, and more importantly, trustworthy. Go to b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads. And more importantly, and the reason why I still love doing this, what, nine years later, is talking about how do you, how do you grow your app revenue. And today I've got a phenomenal guest. Let me introduce. She's got so many accolades. She's a teacher, an author, best-selling author, and an entrepreneur. She is the founding CEO of Nevshaw Institute and Breath Hub. You got to check out her app. It is called Breath Hub, but she has 11 best-selling books, influenced over a million people with her courses, talks, interviews, videos, and so much more. And she was an influencer way before and best-selling author way before she had an app. So I want to talk about that journey and what that looked like and how that launch looked like. But without further ado, let me introduce guests. It is, she is Nev Shaw Karma Mehmet. I don't know if I got that right, <laughs> but she is the CEO and co and founder of Breath Hub. Check out the app, search for Breath Hub in the app stores, both app stores, or just go to breathhub.app. Nev Shaw, how'd I do? Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Let's take it back a little bit before we get to like you becoming this author and then now having this app. Let's take it back to how you first got started and then maybe walk us through that journey. Around 25 years back. I'm sorry? <laughs> More than two decades back. Wow. 25 years. <laughs> how did you get it? How did you, you know, what, what drew yeah. you into breath work and teaching and all Yeah, this? of course, with personal reasons, I was uh, in, a, in a mild depression in my 20s and I kind of uh, was lost in my life. I didn't have, uh, I think it was mainly about not having a purpose in life. I didn't have a purpose and I didn't have a mission and I was just, you know, I didn't know what to do about my life and it ended with a mild depression and I wanted to find a way out and I started yoga, I started some, you know, breathing techniques and then I started meditation like all people because I didn't want to see psychiatrists and psychologists because I knew I could do it on my own. I knew I could heal it, you know, heal myself with my own consciousness or breath or, you know, I kind of felt it coming. And uh, yeah, so I tried some breathing techniques and with, with breath work, with all the breathing techniques I tried, I was kind of like very interested on the power of breathing itself because the way I did breathe changed the way I thought and the way I felt so it was like very interesting to notice that you know like with one breathing technique I started feeling different and then another one I was feeling 
totally different. Like with one breathing technique, you can focus. With the other one, you have more energy. Then with the other one, you can calm down. So it was kind of like, wow, I can totally change and manipulate how I feel, my psychology, my thoughts, everything with breathing. And I decided to learn more about it. So I joined some breathwork schools. I finished some breathwork courses and then some certificate programs and then I didn't stop there because I wanted to know more scientific like what's going on what's going on in the breathwork sessions what's happening in breathwork sessions so I went on researching I probably read uh, hundreds of different books written by respiratory therapists and respiratory specialists right now I probably know about breathing and respiration as much as a respiratory therapist. And then I went into the brain and researched the you know, relationship between breathing and the brain. And at the end, and I ended up at breathing sciences faculty and I became the vice president of graduate school of behavioral health sciences because I'm a behavioral expert myself. And uh, with the breathing sciences faculty, we started doing a lot of research and I started you know, uh, giving uh, seminars, webinars. I trained more than 2,000 breath coaches. Uh, I finished more than probably a 1,000 breathwork retreats all around the world. So it has been a long journey, a very fulfilling and long journey. And then I came to a point where, and I have a lot of breathwork um, teachers, friends from all around the world. I think we all came to a point where we started thinking, okay, we know the power of breath work. We know it can heal more than 200 symptoms. We know if you breathe well, you can be well. It's kind of like for us, it's the biggest wellness trend because my whole system changed. Like physically, I'm now 46 years old. I have more energy than I had in my 20s. I'm much more healthy than I was in my 20s. I have more clarity. I'm more focused. It's just amazing what breath can do, just daily breath work can do. And, you know, all of the breath workers from all around the world, we know the power of breath. But when you look at how the breath work moves around the world, there are breath work retreats and courses, and people have to pay at least 500 pounds, like 1,000 pounds or a couple thousand, you know, euros or whatever to those retreats. And then we came to a point where we started thinking, you know, this is such a powerful tool we, should, we need to somehow teach it to millions of people. Like we have to find a way to scale this so that people can learn about it, so that pe more people can learn about it, so that more people can you know, use breath work to heal themselves, like heal their symptoms and especially breath related symptoms. And that's how Breath Up idea was born because we wanted to you know, uh, help more people. We didn't want breath work to stay as you know, some luxury people choose because you need to go to a retreat you need to leave your home you need to pay a couple of thousand dollars euros whatever it's like ordinary people should use breath work you know everybody should be doing breath work yeah, uh, yeah then we we kind of like found um, the idea like we were kind of like okay we probably should uh, sit down and uh, look at how we can create create an app how we can have all these content inside an app so that we can serve millions of people. And for me, it was kind of like the next step because I knew I wanted to serve more people and I knew I couldn't do it on my own. 
So we got together with more than 250 breath workers from all around the world. We were bringing all of our expertise, all of our content together, and we're all fully dedicated in the, the same mission. Uh, we are all dedicated to helping people breathe better and live better. Yeah, so we've been creating content ever since. We now have more than a thousand breathwork sessions, tens of different breath courses. Now, when I look at the content in BreathUp, when you calculate what we have, and you, you, when you look at the retreats and the breathwork workshops, you probably would need to pay at least like $20,000 or something to get yeah. all that content. And you're what, paying like yearly $50 or something and getting all those content. That's just amazing. I mean, what, what an app can do is just amazing. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let me ask you this, Nesha. So like you had the books, you had the courses, you did all this great training yourself to become an expert in this field. So what made you, like, did you have, when you say courses on here, did you have digital courses that people can just yeah. watch online too? Yeah. Yeah. I have, I still have digital courses for the past three and a half years. All of my courses are on the digital platform because five years ago I was traveling a lot and I was very tired. I couldn't see my family. I couldn't spend time with them. So one day I decided maybe I should just start trying the digital platform. And because I mostly work on the breathing and the mind, I have a lot of courses on behavioral habits and changing your mindset and changing your behaviors and also aligned with you know, meditation and breath work. So yeah, I already decided to go on and create courses on the digital platform. And because I saw it worked and it got better and better along the way, like in the past three years, I think the courses I created on digital platforms uh, got better and better because it's the opposite of what people think. I sincerely think when you're in a retreat and when you're listening to a teacher, when you're in a course for four days or five days full on, I think you don't even hear most of the things the teacher teaches because it's like our attention span is not that long. You know, if you sit down in a seminar room for eight hours a day with a few breaks, you literally, I mean, I was sensing that when I was on stage and, you know, I would teach like 100 people, 80 people, 120 people at the same time, five-day retreats, and we would go on for eight hours, nine hours during the day with short breaks. And I would sense it with the questions they are asking. It's kind of like, but I already talked about this, you know, I kind of was sensing that they didn't even hear it. And all of those information, it's like when you're doing a live training, if it's not recorded, all of the information you gave over there, all of the questions you answered, like all of those unique, amazing dialogues and all those informations are just gone the other day. Yeah. And I started really enjoying what I, what I uh, have been creating on the digital platform because people now, People can listen to my recordings and watch my recordings whenever they're ready. You know, they sometimes watch it, you know, two hours a day, three hours a day, sometimes 20 minutes, whenever they are ready. Sure. And that's the brilliance of it. That's like amazing because yeah, they, they kind of like watch it whenever they're fully focused. And uh, I think it's much more, I think they're getting much more use out of it. I, I agree. And I, this, I bring it up just because I want the audience to understand that 
I've worked with a couple of different influencers, as I was telling you before we hit record, but I was like, you know, sometimes it's easy to put it on the web. Sometimes it's before you put it in the app, make sure that there's a market for this on the web first, because it's pretty easy with all the platforms out there, like Teachable, the thing that we're on, you can start testing. Hey, is this content something that people want digitally on the go on their own? And then be like, okay, now I'm sure your audience asked for this. Like, Hey, Nefshot, can I, is this, is there enough for this? Cause you know, I don't want to take my laptop everywhere, but I want to listen to it on the app. Yeah. And people don't have time anymore. I mean, I want to teach a lot of stuff. Like I have, I'm full of content with 25 years of expertise and all of the courses I took. And it's kind of like when you're focused in one thing for 25 years, you have a lot to teach and I can't teach them in five days. It's always almost impossible, but I can't bring on that content. And I think all of the breath workers in our team feel the same, but I can bring that content into an app and create hundreds of hours of content people can choose from and use. And that's, I think, brilliant. Were there any key lessons that you were able to like, looking back on having made the app now, like hey, I wish I'd known this before I started creating the app. Uh, with the app, uh, I don't think there is actually, <laughs> because I'm working with two- Everything went so smoothly? Yeah, because, because I'm working with, I think because of my business expertise, I, I kind of like know my soft spots. So I- uh, I'm not coming from a technological background. So I kind of like, I was aware that I had some soft spots over there. I didn't know much about it. So I got, and they are my co-founder, co-founding team. I got two professionals uh, in my team and I started working with them from the first day on. And they are like pros on the technological platforms. They have done a lot of technological platforms and you know they built a lot of technological platforms. They have a few apps on their, you know, of their own. So it's kind of like I knew I had to work with a professional team, and I think that was my luck. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, when I look back, I don't think there is anything I would like to change from start on, because I think I did start uh, wisely. Why? Why did you go that route versus just like hiring a development team to be like, hey, you guys make this app? and then, you know, not be part of the team. Well, in essence. Because I think that's kind of like, I think I would advise it to all startups because I think anyone who's fully involved in one project yeah. is much more inspired than just a professional team. It's like, I knew if I hired a development team, their inspiration and their dedication to the project would be very much different than a co-founder being in this project you know it's like uh, that's just human psychology that's basic behavioral science you know the more you are involved yeah. the more you will be involved you are much more inspired you know you know what's possible i think i wanted to show them what's possible well then shall the the thing next thing i want to move on to is because you had a baked in audience already that knew of you knew of your courses how did you go about what was sort of like the marketing plan in your eye when you were first launching the app? Uh, I think with all apps, you want to basically reach millions of people. I don't know of anyone who doesn't yeah. want to reach millions of people. You know, you won't bother creating that app because it's such a procedure. It's like, it's so much hard work. Yes. I sometimes tell people, you know, with being an influencer and a teacher and everything, I was in a lifestyle business 
where I had my team of 20 people. We were in a lifestyle business. I didn't have to work all the time and all of that. And then I ended up in a performance business. Now I'm kind of like sleeping with this app, waking up with the app. And it's kind of like <laughs> I'm fully inside that startup psychology yeah. 24 hours a day. I love it. because It's part of my mission, but it's, but, but it's something totally different. And yeah, the, the, the aim is, you know, reaching to millions of people. And uh, yeah, and we're working with a very... A professional digital marketing agency and we've been doing tests for the past three months i um, i kind of like learned during the process that no matter how brilliant your product is uh, the lead generation and the whole digital marketing has the has to be much more better than that it's like it's all about marketing and bringing the message out and yeah, because we already have our why. We're kind of like, we're not doing something different. Right. I'm just doing the thing I've been doing for 25 years. And our whole team is like that. Like we're already dedicated. We already have a big why, you know? Yeah. We are already dedicated to helping people breathe better, live better. Now we kind of like needed that, you know, little touch, digital marketing touch. So we've been working on that for a couple of months now. Uh, we're figuring out, figuring, figuring it out. <laughs> well, you got, I mean, I'm on your Instagram, you have over 40,000 followers on there and you, I'm sure you have people on your digital courses. Were you doing any type of like tactically promoting on social media, using the email list to promote the new app, to getting them to move over from like the video course, digital course platform to the app? Yeah, sure. Of course. We started with my own client profile. I think that was the wise thing to do. I already had thousands of, you know, uh, students already who finished my courses, who are in my courses. So yeah, we kind of like first uh, from my own social media platforms, uh, I have some influencer friends from yeah. their social media platforms. We kind of like started announcing it before even the whole digital marketing started. Yeah. So yeah, we used, we used everything. Like we did, uh, we, you know, I think people who know me now, uh, all of them know about breath up in one year. Yeah. Was there anything that you remember, like maybe either surprising or the worked the best from the launch phase? Yeah. Yeah. I think what was surprising was with my students because they've been, you know, joining my courses for a long time and it's literally my courses are literally around a thousand times more. I mean, they have been paying a thousand times more yeah. than they were surprised with the prices. And they were like, we had been asked that question over and over again. What? You mean all of these courses and also these sessions, you know, we don't need to pay again. Like it's just one, one time, like we pay once yearly and then we can just, you know, listen to all of those thousands of mm -hmm sessions and courses really <laughs> they thought they would need to pay again and again and again yeah. uh, for the content we had inside the app so i think the price was a bit shocking to them but it's like it's just how the performance business goes when you're i mean it's kind of like our goal changed our uh, objective around breathwork at least changed because i still have my mentoring groups and of course, when I'm in the mentoring group and when I'm there with, you know, committing my time and energy, it has a different price, of course. 
you know, live courses and everything. I still have those in my own school. But with breath work, with the content we've been producing, I think that was the most shocking to people. Uh, and it will be, I think, all around the world because that's what's changing now. And that was basically the problem because not many people can leave their jobs and their families and go to a retreat for a week at the other side of the world or someone even somewhere even near them spend that time and spend that money. It's that like not many people choose that. It's just, a, I mean, if that it would continue breathwork, if, you know, continues like that, at least I saw that if breathwork courses and retreats continued like that, we would just have 20 people, 30 people, 50 people, 100 people in breathwork courses. And then we would just have a few 10,000 people who know about breathwork or who could, you know, use breathwork as a powerful healing tool. Now, I think we're changing the whole trend. We're changing the whole, you know, ecosystem of uh, breathwork. Yeah. Was and we are bringing all the workers in as well to support them as well. I know it seems super obvious, like, you know, get your, some of your friends who have a following on social media to share. Was it easy to convince them? Like, what were you doing being like, Hey guys, was it just as easy to be like, Hey, I'm launching an app. I'd love for you to try to like, tell your audience about it. Did you have to do any type of like a financial arrangement or is it just as easy as just saying, like, would you share this for me? And then saying yes. Yeah. I, we were some influencers. Some of them were my friends, but also like on the professional level, we did work with them. Okay. I also have some celebrity friends who have been in my courses, like good friends. I think when you're good friends with some people, uh, it's a different story because I do have friends who exactly know, you know, what I've been doing, why I've been doing. They kind of like, you know, they kind of like know my heart or my mission or like how much I want to help people and they've been with me for a long time we've been friends I do a lot of charity work I founded the breath coaching federation myself it's a nonprofit organization I founded myself and spent uh, you know a lot of money on that and I'm doing a lot of free events so kind of like they knew my heart and they knew my, what my mission was so they were kind of like very eager to support and even though I asked them, like, what can I do for you? They were like, no, it's like, we see what you're trying to do. You want to help people and we want to help you. It's like, I think when you're out there with some sincere um, intentions and when you know your why, you know, that's like most people talk about nowadays with this, you know, uh, and I think it's very important when you're on a mission and when you're doing that wholeheartedly without any breaks on, and when you're doing that without thinking about money or this or this, you're just doing that for humanity's sake. I think everything just shapes up, up by itself. When you know the why, the how takes care of itself. So that's what's actually happening with the app as well. With my business, it's been happening for years. And with the app, I think that's happening right now. Yeah. You know, one of the best things that I love about meditation is the the breathing exercises. I love those parts because it's like, sometimes like, okay, great. You know, they're just saying stuff. And then it's like, when you can focus just on the breath, like I know the basic ones, like I do, a, if I can't sleep, I'll do four, seven, eight, four in seven, hold eight out. And I'll just do that stuff. But I love it when it's like, I even had one where they were like, you know, I think it was like 
all the peace is within me and they'll have me doing certain things. So I love it when there's a little bit of like a physical exercise during a meditation or breath work where you breathe in for a certain amount of counts and breathe out, hold, do the box breathing. I love that stuff. So what, what are your favorites? You, you, like you know, you know why you like it? Because what? like with meditation, yeah, meditation is great. And I'm a meditation teacher as well. I've been meditating for a long time. Um, with breath work, um, because breathing and respiration are aligned, every breathing technique and everything we do with our breathing changes our body fluid chemistry. So that's why it's easier to calm down the mind. It's easier to change your psychology with breath work in less than a minute. Because in less than a minute, it's just like the psychological pills people take. You know, I would rather teach you a breathing technique than give you a pill. And that's why a lot of holistic psychologists are right now teaching breath work and breathing techniques, because now it's well known that when you change your breath with certain breathing techniques, you can change your chemistry and due to your chemistry, your whole psychology also changes. So it's actually a little bit opposite of meditation because with meditation, with daily meditation, because you change your psychology, you feel better and your physiology starts changing. With breath work, we first change your physiology. We first change your chemistry and then your psychology, and then your mindset, and then your whole physiology starts changing. Because your chemistry is much more balanced, you start feeling much more balanced, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system balances, and you move out of the flight or fight reflex right away. Because flight or fight reflex is also a chemical reflex. There is something happening in your system chemically, uh, which is unbalanced, which leads to all kinds of stress and anxiety and panic. But with just two minutes of breath work, you can just you know change your whole chemistry and the way you feel, change your whole psychology. And yeah, I do have a best breathing technique, which is called the coherent breathing, because I've done a lot of work with a lot of research and a lot of work with the nervous system and the effect of uh, our breathing on the brain and the whole nervous system. Uh, so with, when you um, work on the inhale and exhale, and when you breathe, equ when you breathe equally, when you um, balance the inhale and exhale, and you can do it by counting to five or counting to four, you know, breathing in for four, breathing out for four, inhaling for five, exhaling for five. When you equalize the breathe, the inhale and the exhale, you balance the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. And if anybody wants to calm down in less than a minute, I suggest them stopping and breathing through the nose and breathing in for five, counting to five and breathing out, counting to five in less than a minute, they will be much more balanced and much more focused. It's just magic. You know, when you align the inhale and exhale, when you balance the inhale and exhale, when you equalize them in, you know, uh, same amount, the same time. It's just amazing how it balances the whole system. What, so that's my favorite. Just curious, what's the science between like holding your breath? What does that do? Uh, with the holding the breath, what happens is you lower down the carbon dioxide mm -hmm. in the respiratory system and you go into more. So what happens is when you're stressed and when you're anxious, you're probably breathing faster and anxious and you're probably in respiratory alkalosis. So when you look at respiration related or breathing related issues, 
It's most of the time hypocapnia related issues, which is a well-known symptom, respiratory alkalosis. And people who are panicky or in stress, they write, you know, directly go into respiratory alkalosis. So when you hold the breath, you lower down the carbon dioxide level and you balance the respiratory chemical excess. And that's why by holding the breath, just stopping in between the inhale and exhale, by lowering down the carbon dioxide, you lower down your anxiety. So that's also an amazing tool, like breathing in for holding for four, breathing out for four, the box yeah. breathing and holding for four. That's also an amazing tool because by holding, uh, you change the respiratory chemistry and the body fluid chemistry and you balance the body fluid chemistry, basically. Yeah. I like it. Hey, Nisha, what, I'm in the app right now. It's a beautiful looking app. The, the, it looks like all the, the content is locked. And so it's sort of like you have to sort of pay or you have to. Yeah, you not. first have to become a member. Okay. And you don't pay the first week. You can unsubscribe anytime you like during the first week. So it's kind of like, you know, with the, you know, the whole procedure with the Apple and Google Play, yeah. you first become a member and you give your information and then you get the app, but you can unsubscribe in a week. So it's kind of like a free trial after you become a member in that week. Why did you, I'm just curious, why did you decide to go that route versus like, you know, how the comms and the other apps are like giving you free, certain things are free, certain things are paid. Why did you say, hey, look, my content's good. Yeah, yeah what, what happened? It and people didn't like it. Our I mean, our, at that time, at least, I mean, we can always change it. But at that time, at, when, when we first launched, we tried it and our, uh, yeah, the people didn't like it just, you know, being able to uh, try some of the app and not being able to uh, try the rest. And people, I think, got used to paying and becoming a member and then unsubscribing if they don't like it because you still have a week to go. And uh, I like it better myself. So it's kind of like the, uh, with the, with the trial period, that's the information we got from uh, the people who try the app that can always change, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Constantly testing. Neshal, <laughs> before we hit the big finish, you want to make, did I miss anything that you want to make sure we cover? No, I think that was brilliant. Thank you very much. No, this is, this is a very enlightening, just not from just the app launch itself, but also like the breathing stuff, which I can nerd out about as well with you. Well, Neshal, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Besides Breath Hub, give us another app that we should definitely check out. Okay, besides Breath Hub, I mean, I like the whole, uh, I like the whole because I'm an entrepreneur and an investor. I, I like the whole investment apps. <laughs> oh yeah, what's your favorite one? I'm a fair, I'm a, a fan of free trade. Free trade. I love, I love the app. That's great. What's a lesson? There are a lot of people using it in UK. Oh, it's I just, see. Because I think people just, people just like to try you know, trading themselves. It's kind of like a game for many people. It's fun. <laughs> okay. I got to check that out. I thought it was like a Robin hood type of thing, but you're, is it free like a game? Yeah. Okay. Free you, you can just, you know, go online and trade for free. Okay. And that's, yeah, I think people love it. Yeah. It's of a great one. Of course you can't trade for a couple of hundred thousands. You, <laughs> you, you can just trade for, you know, a few hundreds or thousands. It's not a big trading app so yeah, yeah. it's very much different than 
uh, Robin Hood on all, all of the bigger, you know, apps. It's okay. kind of like for uh, small traders, let me say. All right, I got to check that one out. What's a yeah. lesson that could be, and it could be business or personal that took you the longest to learn? Uh, you mean business in, in what area? No, it could be business or personal, but was there a lesson that you're like, man, that took me a long time to learn. But yeah, I think I it took me a long time to learn that my time is limited on earth and my energy is also limited yeah. and I need to be in the saving mode the whole time, you know, with my energy, with my sleeping habits, meditation habits, with my spending habits, everything. Like it took me a long time because when you're young, you kind of like feel like it's never going to end. But when you grow older, you kind of like, wow, you know, saving is a great idea, you know, not only money, but energy saving, all kinds of saving because, you know, like, slowing down i think is the best way of saving like slowing down not rushing things and not jumping into things just staying in that saving mode the whole time not spending you know rushing mm -hmm. saving saving money saving energy you know yeah uh, like that was the biggest lesson in life one of the funniest things and I, it kind of hits home on me i think it was like the saying was the youth is younger youth I don't, youth is wasted on the young or something like that, where it's like, you know, you, I'm 41 and it's like, I'm like, whoa, like there's like in light, I just feel like, just like, yeah, I feel like I'm in my best shape ever. I am way healthier than I was in my twenties, all this stuff. And then it's just like, I see all these things differently. And obviously having kids, you have more appreciation for your parents and all this stuff than you did when you were young. And then it's like, man, if I were 20 again with this mind, you know, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the app yeah, is called, save, oh, I'm sorry, Nichelle, sorry. Guys. Save your money, save your energy, <laughs> save, you know, just get rid of all that spending, you know, mode, like your time is valuable, your money is valuable, your energy is valuable. Uh, yeah, I think the biggest lesson I can give to youngsters is be wise on spending. Yeah. And not only money, like energy spending and yeah. Be wise on your choices. My son was like, why do you sleep so early? So we try to get to bed like 10-ish. He's like, why do you sleep so early? And I'm like, he's like, is it because you're old? I'm like, no, it's just because I like to, you know, save my energy. Like I, I like to, I need to wake up early and I like to have a lot of sleep. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was a funny question. I was like, he's like, why do you sleep so early? I'm like, is it because you're old? I'm like, no, it's not because I'm old. I like sleeping early as well. I like sleeping early as well. I do sleep early as well, so. I tell him like my dad never slept early. He's like, you know, my dad never, your grandpa never slept early. He was always up at 11, 12, all this stuff. I just want to wake up early and like, I want sleep. That's it. <laughs> I was like, as simple as that. <laughs> well, the app is called Breath Hub. If you want to check out the website, it is breathhub.app, breathhub.app. And then Nefshaw, if the audience wants to connect with you for anything else, do you want to send them anywhere Nefshaw else? Nefshaw, call UK. My name, Nefshaw, N-E-V-S-A-H, dot call UK. All right, I'll link up. So if you click on Nefshaw's name, you'll go to her personal website as well. Nefshaw, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Yeah, it was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. I enjoyed I'll every you. minute. I'm sorry? I enjoyed every minute of it. Thank oh, you. Well, thank you, for, thank you for your presence. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you on the next chat. 
Want to increase your downloads and revenue? Check out our new ASO Master Service where we help you with ASO, optimizing your revenue, and we'll even manage your Apple search ads and Google ads. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters Podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.